Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really pumped for today's episode. I feel like I've been wanting to record this for a while now and have just finally gotten the chance to sit down post-travel and really put together all of my thoughts about this. So this is actually going to be a recap of the injury that landed me in the ER and what I learned from it because, hey, there are lessons in everything, right? So before we dive into today's episode, some updates. Okay, I've been working on my website, not me personally. I hired an incredible woman to design my website, do branding for me, so that has been in the works. I am really excited to see what this new website is going to look like. I hired a copywriter, and this is just something that I have been feeling really supported in. I'm really excited to see what the final and finished product looks like. This was a way for me to lean into feminine energy more because here's the thing is I can do most of these things. I'm not saying it's going to look professional, but I, I can get through designing a website. I can get through branding. But for me, the level of support that I wanted around this, I really wanted it to look and feel professional. I wanted it to feel like this elevated experience when people go to the website. I wanted them to get the sense of, holy shit, I finally found what I was looking for. And I knew I needed to bring in people to support me in this journey. And I always say to my clients who are business owners, just because you can do it doesn't mean you need to be the one that is doing it. Doesn't mean that you should do it. So for me, this is absolutely one of those things that I I can do, but I shouldn't do it. And bringing in people to support me, again, I am just so pumped to see where this goes. I'm so excited to do an official launch and really let people know, hey, here's what we've been working on. Here are the offers. Here's exactly where to go to find them, to learn more about them. Here's where to book your session, where to work with me. It's all going to be in one spot. I'm so excited for that. And sometime in the next couple of weeks, I will be starting to ramp up for my group program for teaching business owners how to run a extremely effective sold out group program. I'm really pumped about this. I haven't come up with a name yet. Um, I was talking to some of my friends this last week in San Diego about this idea and they're like, you should just do group squared. So we'll see. (laughs) That may or may not end up being what it is, but I'm really excited about this. I got this idea a couple of weeks ago and kind of had to put it to the side so that I could get synergy out there into the world. And for me, it just really works best if I do one thing at a time, as I think it does with most people. So just know that that is coming up. I'm really excited because group programs have actually, for me personally, it is my favorite part of my business. I fucking love running group programs. I absolutely love building a community. People actually turn into friends in these groups. They go hang out, go do trips together, make lifelong connections and relationships, and just the level of depth and intimacy that we can have inside those groups. I I love it. I absolutely love running group programs, and I cannot wait to teach other people how to run 
the most kick-ass group program for their own businesses. So let's go ahead and start to get into today's topic. So if you haven't been on my Instagram or haven't been keeping up with things, don't worry, I don't blame you. That's a lot to keep up with. But I actually went through a pretty severe neck injury a couple of weeks ago. And in my mind, I'm calling this severe because this was the most pain that I've ever been in, hands down, for a long period of time. And I've been through some pretty intense shit in my life, and this for sure takes the cake. And I will preface all of this with I am not a doctor. This is not medical advice. This is merely my experience and some of the things that I went through during this injury and really the lessons and what I learned from it. And for me, this injury, it was something that I kind of knew was coming for me whenever I do things that are out of alignment. I am really pushing my body to the max, both with working out and with work. You know, our bodies don't actually know the difference between physical and emotional stress. Whenever I do too much of that, my body physically has a reaction. So typically either I'll get injured, I will get a cold sore, I'll get like physically sick. Something usually happens for me to where I'm like, oh, okay, well, clearly I disregarded the signs for a while and now my body is screaming at me to slow down. So it's kind of something that I figured might happen. But of course, like many people, I was like, "Uh, it's okay. I'm just going to ignore the signs. Like, it's totally fine. So I think where this story actually starts is for my boyfriend's son's birthday, we went to this trampoline park and I was actually talking with my physical therapist about this because I was like, oh, I think this is actually probably what started it. And he's like, you know what? Those trampoline parks, they they guarantee us business. Like they really keep us in business. And I was like, you know what? I could totally see that because it's just an injury waiting to happen. It's all of these kids and adults trying to do all these things that they've never done before. And all of a sudden you give them a little bouncy surface and they think that they're just capable of everything. I mean, I definitely fall into that category. I was trying to do a backflip for the first time when we were there. I mean, I'd done backflips on a trampoline when I was younger, but it it had definitely been a couple of years. So I was like, oh, no way. I can do that. No problem. The first one I go to try, I completely land on my neck in a little, like, crumple puddle. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that, that didn't feel great. I'm definitely going to be sore tomorrow. I was like, mm, okay. But I did manage to actually land quite a few of them after that. I'm happy to say I didn't uh, make the same mistake twice there. I actually woke up the next day and felt pretty fine. So I had totally kind of written it off. And this was about two-ish weeks before I really started to feel this neck injury come on. So for me, I've actually had a lot of pinched nerves in the past. I think it's a combination of bouldering. You know, there's every fall is a ground fall. So sometimes you fall a little bit weird. You get a little bit of whiplash. So I've gotten a lot of pinched nerves from that. It's also definitely my posture when I work. I mean, come on. Um, My sister and I were talking about this. It was so funny. She sent me this thing and she's like, well, I think I need to get like a, a riser for my laptop so that I'm not just like curled over it like a shrimp. And I was like, what do you mean like a shrimp? And then she texted me back to emojis. The, the shrimp emoji and the computer emoji. And I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like this little shrimp is just curled over this computer. So I'm pretty sure that that's my posture and that's the way that I sit. So that's definitely not helping things. I mean, my jaw is like way extended far forward. So I'm, I'm definitely compromising things in that arena. So I really believe it was a combination of too much work, too much computer work and 
This neck injury really started to flare up at the end of the 22-day meditation challenge. That is by far the most work I've ever put into anything ever, and it was free. So for me, I'm recording videos, writing emails, recording meditations, and it's not just, you know, the recording part. That's fine. But there's a lot of planning that went into it. I really had to make sure that everything flowed, all of the topics, if I needed to prepare notes for any of it, and really exercise my creative muscle and thinking of 22 unique, original, and new meditations. It was a lot. I'm really proud of it. I think I did a really great job. But for me, that was definitely something that was a massive undertaking. It was a big undertaking, and it it really caused me to put out a lot of energy. It was a huge energy expenditure and it definitely took a toll on my body doing that. So I think that combination of just working too much the two weeks prior, landing on my neck, and then probably a little bit of exercise or training related strain as well. I've been ramping up training, not even intentionally. It's just kind of the the period of training that I'm in. And I did a competition about a week prior did really well, actually came first in the open category, which was really great for women. That was a really exciting. I climbed super, super well. And for me, that that's not uncommon is to climb really well, have a couple really good climbing days. And then after that, be like, whoa, my body feels really fucked. This like what's going on? So I, it was kind of this like perfect storm of things. And I really think the biggest factor was overworking. So I know that now I can see that now, you know, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult when you're just in the thing, you're in the weeds, you're in the thick of it. You're just like, no, it's fine. I can keep pushing. I can keep going. But I know that as a projector in human design, it is not cool for me to just keep going and keep pushing. I I seriously sometimes think that I act like a generator. Um, I actually did the human design on my business and my business is a generator. So for me, that makes a lot of sense. My business has a shit ton of energy. It is literally an energy source. So when I plug into that, I feel energized. But if I don't remind myself to unplug from that, then I'm going to burn out. It's not going to feel good for me. So I think for me, it was a lot of nights spent working with no real end time. Sometimes I'd end at like 9, 9 9.30, 10, 11 some nights and really just never having that time to fully log off. I'd wake up in the morning and instantly start getting ready so that I could record more videos. That was another component of that is I wanted to get ready, you know, for all the videos because I, I knew that they were going to be out there for a while. I really wanted to use this as an incredible freebie for people for the future. So I wanted to be proud of all these videos. I'm not saying that I had to get ready for them. But for me, I actually feel like I coach better. I speak better when I get ready and when I'm like, yeah, look good. This is going to be kick ass. So that was a big part of it, too. And again, all of that is just more energy expenditure. I was seriously running on empty that last week to the point where I was like, oh, my God, I don't even want to do this. And I realized I I did all of this to myself. And sometimes we really need to push ourselves in order to see what we're capable of. And what ended up happening was I woke up on a Wednesday with a lot of neck pain. And I was like, okay, well, I did kind of sleep on a different pillow. So maybe, maybe that's part of it. Like, I think I just slept wrong and I slept weird. And I think this is just a pinched nerve. So I kind of went with that and I was like, okay, well, it's sore, but in the past with pinched nerves, I've been able to do some light exercise, you know, get through my day, use a heating pack, use some ice, use some ibuprofen, and it's been fine in a couple of days. So I kind of try to do that for the next couple of days, really trying to just round out this challenge. Clearly, my health was not my priority. (laughs) My business was my priority at that time. And 
It came along to Saturday, which was the last day of the challenge. Like, I see now looking back at this, I was like, yeah, no wonder. But on Saturday, I was actually in excruciating pain. And typically for me, these pinched nerves, they tend to reside on day three. They feel pretty good on day four. Day five, I'm like completely normal. But this one was actually getting worse and worse. And I was like, okay, well, I think something is up. So I actually, before I hosted my community and Q&A call for the 22-day challenge on Saturday, I'd actually gone to urgent care, just wanted to get things checked out. I was like, okay, this is a little weird. I've actually never had a neck injury that's, you know, or a pinched nerve that's lasted this long. So I just kind of want to see what's up. Like, is there anything you can give me? Do I need to go get this, you know, seen further? And I went in and I, I feel like I was very dismissed, which, you know, I get it. I'm not I'm not trying to offend any nurses or healthcare workers out there. I just feel like right now is a really busy time. Maybe a, a gal with a with a pinched nerve or a sore neck isn't, you know, the necessarily the biggest priority in the grand scheme of things. So I ended up getting injectable ibuprofen, which actually did help quite a bit. Um, they gave me these like really low-grade muscle relaxers as well, which did nothing. They did literally absolutely nothing. I was like, mm, maybe you need to take like a couple doses and rounds for it to kick in. And I actually ended up taking three rounds of it, you know, spaced six hours apart. And I was like, yeah, I don't think these are doing anything. And Saturday starts to progress a little bit further. The boyfriend and I actually had plans to go to a hippie sabotage concert that night, which I'm really bummed we ended up missing. My neck got so bad to the point where I couldn't move my head at all that ibuprofen wore off within six-ish hours. So like for six hours, I was feeling pretty good. And I probably made this massive mistake, which I, I look back on now and I'm like, oh, that was super dumb. But again, you know, sometimes in the moment you're like, okay, I'm feeling good. This is good. I actually tried to do a little bit of climbing training and I got maybe about five, 10 minutes into that and was like, mm, this was definitely the wrong choice. Nope. The ibuprofen wore off really soon after that. And then I was having a lot of pain just even trying to move my head. Um, I remember trying to go to sleep that night and I actually had to have my boyfriend like provide traction for my head in order to lower me down onto the pillow to go to bed. And I just remember sobbing because it hurt so bad. It was so incredibly painful. Like the worst movements were trying to get myself up out of bed off of the pillow and putting my head back down. Like I literally couldn't support my neck at all. We really take these things for granted. Like when you don't have neck issues, it's crazy. Like I literally, I would have to put my hair in a bun and I would like grab my bun and pull my head up so that I didn't have to just do it like with my body and with my neck. I was in so much pain and like turning over hurt really bad. I literally had to like grab my head and rotate it. Like I couldn't do it by myself without being in like increasing and excruciating amounts of pain. So Saturday night, I was like, mm, okay, this is like getting a little weird. This is this is pretty bad. I've never been in this amount of pain before. So I try to go to sleep and literally every single position, you know, I'd, I'd sit there for about two seconds and then it, my neck would start being like, fuck no, this is not the right position. You need to move now. And of course, it's really hard to maneuver and flip around and try to find a good position when you're in so much pain. So after about an hour and a half-ish of like rolling around, I was like, this is not going to work. Like maybe I'll go try to sit on my reclining chair in the office. And immediately that was a no. 
Like, none of these positions worked. None of the pillows felt good. And I was like, this is this is an issue. Like, I, I don't know what to do if I can't sleep. How am I going to heal? Really started just, like, getting into this spiral mindset and ended up deciding to go to the ER, which I'm I'm looking back on it now and I'm like, okay, I, I actually think that that was the correct decision at the time because I don't think I would have gotten this injury to calm down by itself, especially without sleep. Like, I, it's just this shitty, heinous cycle of, okay, I've got pain and because of that, I can't sleep. And then because of that, it hurts more. And then I really can't sleep. So I ended up going to the ER and I check in around 11.30 p.m. And oh my God, I, I think I got there at the exact wrong time because the next person to check in after me didn't come in until 4.30. So I actually ended up waiting in the ER. I was in terrible pain. I was sobbing. I was pacing because sitting down actually hurt worse than standing up. I was just trying to like do anything that I could to relieve this pain. The only thing that worked was like massaging my neck and my shoulders and like pinching it and trying to just get this pain to go away. So I didn't end up being seen until around 7 a.m. So seven and a half hours of waiting in the ER and not sleeping at all <laughs> during any of that was pretty terrible. Um, I would probably go so far as to say that that was quite traumatic. And when I was finally seen, I mean, I think I probably looked like I was at my wits end. And I just like, honestly, the doctor asked me, he's like, so what what are you looking for out of this? Like, what's your main goal? And I was like, well, I would, I don't want to be in pain anymore. Like, that's, that's the goal. Like, I, I can't take this. This is too much. I can't do this. And I think probably at that point, I looked a little desperate. We're going we're gonna to put that label on it because I'd been in pain for so long and it was really starting to freak me out. He actually diagnosed me with a, I think it was like an interspinal muscle spasm. And he talked a lot about getting massages regularly, which I definitely will be doing. I, I realize that now. And he ended up prescribing me Valium and... <laughs> essentially being like, yep, well, we don't do this for everyone, but I'm going to give you this one to take immediately when you get home. So take that when you get home. Obviously, don't drive on it because it's pretty fast acting. See if we can get that muscle to calm down and then we'll try and go from there. And put me on this pretty heavy regimen of ibuprofen and Advil to get the swelling to come down. And I ended up driving home, get home around 8 a.m. I take the Valium, which I am not like a huge fan of feeling out of control, feeling high. It is certainly not my favorite thing. So I was a little hesitant to take it, but again, was quite desperate because I was like, well, I just went an entire night without sleeping. I'm still in immense amounts of pain and you know, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty willing to try whatever it is just to try to get some relief. So ended up taking the Valium. Um, I slept for about an hour and a half. Um, I, am, I am not the type of person that can sleep in. I just don't really have that ability. Usually, like at the very latest uh, that I've slept in in the last probably 10 years has been like 8 a.m. Like I am the type of person that once I'm up, I'm up. So end up waking up around 9.30 a.m., make some coffee, make some breakfast, which is honestly a really slow fucking process at that point because I was still in so much pain and I really wanted to, to make the breakfast and make the food so that I can start taking the ibuprofen and start to get a little bit of relief. So I spent most of Sunday 
parked on the couch with my head like propped up so that I couldn't move. I had so many beverages around me because I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not getting up unless I have to. Like this is still really bad. Still have to like pull on my bun in my hair to lift my head and was really unsure if I was going to be able to get out of that amount of pain. It was it just seemed very pressing. It was kind of all that I could think about, you know, when you're in pain, it really does become that thing that takes up all of your your brain space. So I had quite a few calls scheduled for Sunday. I ended up canceling my calls for the rest of the week. So everything that I had on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I postponed and put off until the next week. That is, that's a first for me. I've actually never had to reschedule an entire week of calls. And I try my hardest not to reschedule things because I really value everyone's time and I really value the commitments that people have made to doing things at a certain time. So as a coach, I just really respect that and I really try not to reschedule on people because I know how hard it can be to block out a certain part of your day. I mean, people people are busy, so I want to make sure that I am accommodating of that as a coach. So ended up making the choice to postpone everything for a week because I knew that whatever version of me that I would, you know, essentially force to show up. That's not that's not fair to my clients. They they don't deserve getting 30, 40% of me. They deserve my best. So for me that was really what it came down to is I knew that I needed to make that decision so that I could continue to show up 110% for my clients and really just focus on my integrity, focus on healing. So I actually ended up getting into a physical therapist, my youngest sister's husband's dad, that's the mouthful, Um, he actually owns a physical therapy clinic here in Post Falls, and he is incredible, incredible at what he does. So I was able to get in on Monday, and he did a lot of tests. We went through a full assessment, and he actually was pretty sure that I had a tear in my disc in my neck, so something a little bit more intense (laughs) than a pinched nerve. And because the pain was actually radiating down into my shoulder, this is all happening on my right side, which, by the way, if you attended my Feminine and Masculine Energy Balance Masterclass, you know that the right side of the body is all about masculine energy. So, I mean, no wonder I got injured on my right side because I was in my masculine trying to work and, you know, do all these things and really execute and get all this shit done. Like, no wonder I got hurt on that side. But we talked about it, potential disc injury. I think the healing time for this is around six-ish weeks. And he did a lot of massage on it. We did e-stim, which if you haven't had that, it's fucking incredible. It's basically they plug this machine up to you. They have these little patches and it sends little sparks of, I don't know if it's electricity, but it feels so good. It's kind of like it's shocking you on a very low level and it just stimulates the muscles and they put ice on it at the same time and it just, it felt so good. So finally, for the first time in like, I don't know, almost a week, I felt a little bit of relief and I was like, okay, this isn't going to be this massive thing that, you know, my mind went to all of these places. I was like, oh shit, what if I have to get surgery? Like all of these things. And typically I'm not a worst case scenario type of person, but for me, this was just something where I was like, oh my God, did I like really mess myself up? Like, and then I kind of had to remind myself, I was like, okay, well, there was no impact. There was no real like 
injury to this. Like I didn't get in a car accident. I didn't, you know, like take a huge fall or anything. So I was like, okay, it's probably going to be fine. Like just had to keep reminding myself of that. And you know what? Even if it was surgery, like just had to keep reminding myself of you've never not been fine before. You've never not figured it out. If that's what it is, you'll you'll also figure it out. And for me to just kind of actually feel relief after those last couple of days, I was like, thank you. Like, so fucking thankful to get some relief. Still taking a bunch of ibuprofen and Advil. And normally I'm not like a big fan of that. But honestly, like when you're in that amount of pain, it's like literally I will do I will do anything to get out of this pain. Pretty much lived with a heating pad and an ice pack on my neck for God, it was almost like an entire week, like until I could start to get a little bit of mobility back. I remember the first time that I was able to like crack my neck again. I was like, oh my God, it's been like a week. I haven't been able to move my neck like that. So went back into physical therapy on that Wednesday, was feeling pretty good, definitely seeing quite a bit of improvement. And I was supposed to actually fly out to San Diego on Thursday. So just kind of talking with my physical therapist on like, is this a good idea? Like, should I do this thing? But since I had seen so much improvement, I decided to go on this trip. I'm going to do the next podcast episode all about my trip to San Diego. Holy shit, that was nuts. That trip was absolutely crazy. It was a really incredible trip. I'm so glad that I went. I got a ton of perspective. I learned a lot of things and I'm just really excited to share it with you. I think it was an incredible decision on my part to go. Um, I think it greatly contributed to my healing process. So talking with my physical therapy, decided to go on this trip and had a had some some issues on the trip with my neck just being really stiff and sore. Typically, ice was able to relieve that pain, which I was thankful for, and then also taking ibuprofen as needed, trying to wean off of it, though, because, yeah, taking ibuprofen, you know, multiple times a day at a pretty high dose (laughs) for weeks on end, not necessarily something that I really want to be doing to my body all the time. So kind of coming back to present day, so this is early February as I'm recording this, 60 or 70 percent of where I was There are still quite a few movements with my neck that I can't do. Like looking down hurts like a biznatch. I can look all the way up. I can look pretty much side to side. And I definitely feel it in the shoulder still too. So it's really like the top of my shoulder that still feels pretty tender. So still icing, still doing heat packs, trying to stay away from the ibuprofen as much as I can. But starting to get back into light physical activity, running doesn't seem to bother it. The stationary bike seems to be okay as well. Tried a little bit of climbing a couple days ago, and that seemed to go okay as well. So I'm going to start adding in some some more stuff as my body seems to tolerate it. But I think for me, this is going to be something that I do continue to rehab and heal for quite a few weeks yet. And I mean, the entire takeaway lesson from this, if, <laughs> if it wasn't, you know, super obvious to begin with, is holy shit, you have to listen to your body. When your body is yelling at you to rest, like, that does not give you the green light. Do not pass go. Just like sit your ass down and prioritize you. For me, it's so easy to, once I'm doing a lot of things, I'm like, oh, I can do more. And sometimes that's true, you know, for for a day or for a short period of time, like I can handle that. I can do that. But what I cannot do is more, more, more every single day for weeks on end without stopping or taking a break or slowing down especially as a projector, rest is so fucking important. That's where I feel creative and inspired and rejuvenated and able to really show up with my 110% best. 
So that is the major lesson that I learned throughout all of this. And, you know, if I could go back and do it again and do it differently, which we all know is not possible, I don't know if I would have slowed down and seen the signs. I think I needed that as a big fucking wake-up call to myself to stop pushing through things. Like, I was literally putting my business as more important than my physical health. And what that really goes to show for me is that I was doing too much to begin with. If I couldn't take a step back without things still progressing in my business, I have too much on my plate. So now what I'm really trying to do in my business is asking myself, how can I work less? How can I take more off my plate? How can I be more effective and efficient with my time? Because there's a lot of things that I want to do. But again, I can't just keep adding things to my plate. That's not something that's going to work for me. I'm going to end up right back in this situation again. So asking myself, really taking an audit of, okay, I feel quite supported in my business right now. You know, I have an assistant. I have somebody producing the podcast, which I'm really thankful for. But I think I can actually lean further into allowing myself to be supported. I think I can offload even more tasks and start to really allow myself that breathing room to rest and relax and not always feel like everything that I'm doing needs to be directly beneficial or related to my business. So for me, that was a big, big wake up moment that I really needed. And I've been doing a lot of work around releasing attachment to money and really being able to separate my worth and value from money as well. So that's been a really big eye opening experience and really starting to learn here are the things that I need to do in order to detach from money completely. And they're not going to be comfortable. They're not going to be fucking easy. I mean, For me, when I went to both urgent care and went to the ER, I have insurance, but my deductible is pretty high. So neither of those visits are going to be covered. I'm still waiting on the on the bills for that. And, you know, I I asked for this. I asked for something to help me detach from money and getting all of these expenses is a really like for me, it's a really obvious way for the universe to help me do that. So I'm thankful for that opportunity. You know, it's it's not necessarily the way that I wanted it to happen, but is it ever? Like, no, the universe has its own sense of humor. But really coming back to my body and honestly allowing more time for things like meditation, which I fucking love. I'm I'm obsessed. I cannot say enough good things about meditation, about the high energy healing that I've been doing. That is also a huge thing that helped me get through this neck injury was doing a high on myself. So doing an hour-long session where I'm just sitting, meditating, sending energy to the injury site and injury area, starting to loosen those knots energetically, really doing a lot of work on that, exploring the energetic roots. Why did this happen? How can I prevent this next time? What shifts do I need to make in my life in order to not you know, get into this situation again? doing a lot of energy work that way. I did a community session, a group session with Christina, my mentor. She's the one that taught me a high on that Wednesday as well. So I think that attributed so, so much to my healing process. And I literally felt so much better after doing those sessions, which is why I'm really excited to be taking on practice a high clients. I need to do 11 in order to get my level two certification. So I'm really pumped about that. I'm so excited to be sending energy to other people. It can really help facilitate the physical healing like I just talked about. We can do a lot of work emotionally with past lives and your Kashuk records. There's literally nothing that we can't do with a high. So I'm really thankful to have that tool in my back pocket and be able to really do a lot of that work on myself. 
So again, huge lesson that I learned from this is I need to slow the fuck down. And when I really think about it, so for me, one of my big major goals has been to run a seven-figure company. And I look around at people that are running seven-figure companies and I'm not doing the same things as them. They are very likely working less, allowing themselves to be supported more, whereas I'm still stuck in this energy of, oh my God, I have to do everything. It's this being busy for the sake of being busy. And I've gotten a lot, lot better at this, but I'm still not, I haven't arrived, if that makes sense. Like I haven't quite unlocked that. Like I've I've made a lot of progress and I definitely work a lot less than I used to. But I think the lesson for me this year is how can I work even less? How can I actually do less, make more and make a bigger impact while I'm doing it? So that was one of the biggest lessons for me and still working and looking to incorporate that into my life, looking for opportunities for that and allowing myself to be more supported, spending more time in things like meditation, because that is really where I feel the most connected. That's where I get most of my downloads, big connections, big realizations come in for me, and I'm able to make huge leaps and bounds. What I always tell my business owners is it's not necessarily the things that you're doing that move the needle forward on your business. It's the behind the scenes. It's the things that nobody else sees. It's those quiet, still, little moments. Those are the things that move the needle forward the most. Okay, so you might not know this, but I actually gave up coffee a few years ago. I started to realize that I was experiencing a lot of anxiety. I was having panic attacks. I used to drink a lot of cold brew, which if you know, has a ton of caffeine in it. So after I started to realize, wow, this is really not making me feel very good, I swore off coffee. I totally quit for, it was almost three years that I was off of coffee. I didn't have it a single time. I actually switched to matcha. I noticed a big improvement in my ability to handle stress. My anxiety came way down. I started to feel a lot better but I really missed coffee still. I absolutely love the smell and the taste of coffee. So I wanted to find a way to add it back into my routine without it having a negative effect on my stress, my cortisol, my hormones, all of it. Enter Four Sigmatic. This is the only coffee that I drink. I still experience, and I can notice when I drink other brands of coffee, how it affects me, how it affects my body. I absolutely love the coffee from Four Sigmatic. The kind that I drink is their Think blend, and it has lion's mane mushroom along with freeze-dried coffee. Don't be alarmed when I say freeze-dried coffee. This is nothing like you've ever had before. It is so good. I have a cup of this every single morning. I put it in the bottom of my coffee mug. I pour hot water on top of it. I mix in collagen, peptides. I also put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there, the vanilla kind, and it is so good. I literally wake up every single morning craving this. What's so special about this coffee is the fact that that there are medicinal mushrooms alongside of the coffee to help mitigate the effects of the caffeine. And each serving has only 50 milligrams of caffeine, so you can drink this late into the day if you're somebody that is typically affected by having caffeine later in the day. I know that I can drink this up until around 6 p.m. and still go to bed just fine the same night, which is absolutely incredible. So the lion's mane, what it actually does is it is great for memory, it's great for brain function, and if you are like me, you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, or you just really gotta have your brain working and on all the time, this will help so much. Medicinal mushrooms are best when they're consumed consistently, daily, and the effects really compound over time in a positive way. I literally 
do not drink any other brand of coffee. This is my favorite. I have this actually on auto ship from Four Sigmatic. I get a delivery to my door every single month. And if you want to try out this coffee, my friends over at Four Sigmatic have given me a 10% off discount to share with you. So you can use the code expand10 to receive 10% off of your order. I highly, highly recommend checking out the coffee, the single serve coffee mixes. Again, the one that I really love is the Think with the Lion's Mane, but they have so many other choices available on their website. I have tried them all and this is the one that I keep coming back to. I do also really love the mix with chaga, which is really great for immune health and wellness, overall wellness. Mushrooms seriously have so many benefits. They are the future. I think we're going to see a lot more food products with medicinal mushrooms and this is a really fantastic way to get in a dose every single day. So again, if you want to try this out, go to foursigmatic.com and be sure to use the discount code EXPAND10 to save 10% off your order. So hopefully you enjoyed this up update and kind of recap on my injury. Hopefully this will be helpful for you if you are in, you know, a busier season of your life. Maybe you've got a lot going on and your body is kind of screaming at you to slow down and rest, but you don't feel like you have permission to. I give you permission to rest. Like, please do, because honestly, you don't want to land yourself in the ER. It's it's not worth it. <laughs> not, not in any, any way, shape, or form is that worth it. Your physical and emotional and mental health is never worth being sacrificed. Like, those those, those things have to come first. You must come first before anything else. So if you're having a hard time slowing down, I give you full permission to rest because when you rest, you allow yourself to rejuvenate and you can come back so much more quickly. Don't keep pushing it. <laughs> How many more times should I repeat it? No, but really, I think that if you're getting those sensations that you are overworked, you're overtired, you're not giving yourself enough time to rest, you're feeling irritable, you're having trouble sleeping, you're having trouble focusing, you're feeling bitter, resentful, all of these things that are not in your natural state of being, that's your sign that you need to take a step back and really start to, I mean, honestly, audit what it is that you're doing. Do you need to be doing everything that you're doing? Probably not. So often we are trying to you know, convince or, I don't know, manipulate ourselves into thinking that we are being productive and we're just doing busy work. We're doing a lot of things that don't actually need to be done. As an entrepreneur and a business owner, there will be no shortage of things on your to-do list. There are, like, every time you cross one off, there's, like, five more things are added. There is always something else that you can do. And I don't say that to, like, you know, put a little doomsday effect on it, but, like, there's literally no shortage of things that you can do, so you have to be the one to decide this is enough. I've done enough. I am enough. And this is my cutoff time. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If this was helpful for you to hear, um, I just wanted to do a little update episode because holy shit, what a journey that was. That was like a crazy week, week and a half. And I kind of like, <laughs> I feel like it's almost like buried a little bit in my memory now because I'm like, ooh, that wasn't that fun. But going back in and really learning this lesson and really reminding myself like, hey, you just had this big event happen. And if you don't slow down, if you don't listen, it's probably going to happen again. So if you haven't yet left a rating and review on iTunes, I would seriously appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to do so. And as a thank you, I'm actually doing a bi-weekly giveaway. So if you leave a review of the podcast, you'll be eligible to win a free custom meditation from me. I'll read the reviews off the winners 
on the podcast in the beginning. And if you've won, all you have to do is email me something that you're struggling with, something that you want support around, and I will send you back your custom meditation. This is something that I'm so excited about. And I've really, really been enjoying creating meditations lately. I did, I mean, I'm 22 entire ones for that challenge. It's been something that's so fun for me to do and really just step into this because it's something that has dramatically changed my life and has been something that has really been this incredible tool. So if you leave a review of the podcast, you'll be eligible to win that custom meditation. And if this was helpful for you, be sure to tag me on social media. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. I absolutely love seeing what's resonating with you. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will talk to you next episode.